Good afternoon. This is Melvin York with Gardening with Daddy Pete. And today I would like to talk to you just a little bit about one subject uh, that we all like if you're a gardener or, or uh, you're just now getting started and you're really enjoying it, and that's extending your gardening time. Now, if you're lucky enough to live in an area like we live in here in the Piedmont of North Carolina, we can kind of squeeze out about a good nine months of crops um, if we're lucky. And uh, so we get to grow most of the year. We actually get to plant uh, a lot of the cold weather crops twice. We can plant them in early spring, plant them in the late fall. Then we got our late spring summer crops that we do like uh, peppers, tomatoes, green beans, um, corn, squash, uh, zucchini, cucumbers, um, and other vegetables. Uh, herbs, some of the herbs too are like that. But um, how would you like to extend that? Extend your growing season. Now, there's a lot of ways to do that. Some are expensive, some are not so expensive. Uh, so I want to talk to you just a little bit about that today. One of the things that people are doing now uh, that's growing commercially, uh, uh, homegrown vegetables or farm-grown vegetables are using um, what they call a high-tower uh, greenhouse or high-tower houses. Uh, and what they are is they're actually high, um, higher than a regular greenhouse. But inside, uh, what they do is they actually put the soil down, um, get the soil in good shape, leave a walkway between both sides is one way to do it, and grow your crops in there um, year-round. Uh, another way to do that, um, and again, if you're looking to keep uh, growing something for you and your family on a smaller market if you'd like to grow something to uh, add a little extra to your income maybe sell to some of your local restaurants uh, especially in the winter time when they can't get real fresh vegetables a good thing is a small hoop house high tower a house um, you can even you know uh, make shift um, a lot of houses that I've seen done on smaller sizes I've seen people in, uh, on um, NC State's extension page. There used to be a set of plans. I think they're still there, how you can build a small greenhouse using inch and a quarter or inch and a half PVC pipe. Uh, and pull, simply pull over the plastic, a little wood frame, and you can go from there. Uh, heating the houses if it gets real cold may be just a little bit of a challenge. But again, if you're using cold weather crops and you're growing the lettuces, uh, growing um, radishes, if you're growing, uh, even trying to grow spinach. And those leaf lettuces, those uh, radishes, uh, say turnips, a few different things, and there's more that you could grow in there. And actually, um, as long as you don't get a freeze going on, those crops are still going to do pretty well uh, just off the sunlight during the day. Now, there's different ways you could use heat lamps or small heater, and there's ways to uh, heat those up just enough uh, to keep those freezing and keep them thriving through those cold winter months. Uh, but you would be surprised what you could grow. Another thing that I've seen people do is they will actually build uh, a post-up run uh, house gutters through 
and grow strawberries on there. They actually I have strawberries going several seasons out of the years, and the way they've got it done, uh, I've seen one with an A-frame type situation where the gutters started at the bottom, ran so far apart all the way to the top and on both sides. Uh, that's a good way, too. Uh, strawberries are another one that um, would be easy to grow. Uh, believe it or not, there are some cucumbers that's not, that doesn't need a pollinator. Uh, there's different varieties of those. You have to keep it a little bit warmer. But again, uh, if you go with cucumbers, you can go with, uh, again, we'll have to add more heat, which a lot of people uh, in the greenhouse, or hoop houses, high tires, high tunnels, I'm calling them tired, but they call them high tunnels, uh, actually grow tomatoes year-round. So you've got fresh tomatoes year-round. But you can do this on a small scale. You can do this on a large scale. Uh, if a house can get light, uh, you know, I have seen people take and frame up out of uh, treated lumber and buy old glass panes or uh, storm windows, those all around, and uh, put it high enough to where they use just a regular uh, tin roof on it. And it still got enough light because it was higher. Uh, than just a regular greenhouse. So the light did get into every side of it and it worked well. Uh, I seen one man do one like that. He actually went uh, to a lot of yard sales, salvage yards and uh, watched the uh, different uh, yard sale sites. And he picked up uh, some older storm doors and storm windows. And to be honest with you, he made a nice, uh, greenhouse that he could use and with the window sliding and when it did get too hot he could raise those up um, being aluminum and glass construction you didn't have to worry about them rotting or uh, being like it would plastic like the wind blown so he had a real good setup there and it was on a smaller version but the thing was he kept a lot of fresh vegetables over the winter for his household so these are things you can think about that doesn't take a lot of money, but yet you can produce a lot of food. If you've been to the grocery store lately, what it would cost you to build a small greenhouse uh, would actually pay for itself pretty fast at the prices that we're paying for fresh vegetables now. And again, I'm talking about uh, number one fresh vegetables. A lot of these vegetables in our grocery store are wilted. I went through and uh, was looking for some zucchini the other day. Uh, it already played out, and everything I've seen in two different stores was wilted like. I mean, it was not anything that I would buy to bring home. So this is the good part. You know you're going to have something fresh. You know how it's grown. You know it's not had herbicides. You know it's not had insecticides applied to it. And it's just uh, an all-around better way. So gardening nowadays um, – Food has gotten uh, so expensive that actually uh, constructing something like this and utilizing it uh, will actually pay for itself pretty fast. Uh, my wife and I were talking today, and we looked at uh, some plans on how people are turning their yards into raised beds and some of the ways that they're doing, making them beautiful uh, yards, but they've got raised beds, they've got a bench in between, maybe they'll have some stonework here, a little grass there, 
And uh, I was telling her, I said, uh, I could build those raised beds. And yeah, it's a little bit expensive to build raised beds, but you know, that's a one-time thing and fill them. Uh, I said, but you know, my lawnmower is, you know, $4,000 and I have to keep it up. And then I buy uh, fuel for it. Um, then I have grass seed and I got lime and I got fertilizer and we're constantly uh, a job to do every week, uh, once a week in the summer, sometimes twice. And, uh, you know, in the wintertime, uh, I sow annual ryegrass on my, so I'm still mowing. But with something like that, I could keep crops growing. And what would be neat if you had the area to put up a small greenhouse in the middle of those, uh, make it big enough to where maybe you could throw a bench inside. That'd be a great place in the wintertime to go and sit, do a little work and uh, sowing some veggies, gathering some, and just a nice place to have a cup of coffee. So these are things that I kind of want you to think about that we, we didn't think this way 20 years ago. But right now, uh, it's beautiful. You can make a, a greenhouse as stylish as you would like. And again, what you're getting in return uh, is amazing to offset the cost of in, installation. And upkeep is, you know, nothing, basically. Uh, when I look at my lawn, I keep putting money into it. And yes, I enjoy my lawn, but it doesn't make me anything back. Nothing to eat. Or if I was doing it on a little, little bit bigger scale, something to uh, help uh, add to my income. Uh, right now, as I said uh, earlier in this podcast, there are plenty of local restaurants that would love to have a uh, ample supply and a daily or weekly supply of fresh lettuces and green onions and uh, uh, radishes. They would love to have that spinach. Um, but these are all the things you can think about and still uh, supply for your family. You can offer that to uh, your local neighborhood. Uh, again, uh, eatery and knowing that your friends and your neighbors, if they go there, are getting a product that's fresh, uh, that you know that's not been treated with anything, and you know that it'll be healthy and nutritious for them. So that's just a thought today. Uh, I had that on my mind, how we could actually take our quarter acre, our tenth of an acre, whatever it is of yard. Maybe we don't want to do the front yard, we could do the backyard. But these are things that we could put into play that would make a beautiful landscape and also supply some of the needs of fresh foods for our family. I don't know. Give it a thought. See what you think. Uh, look around because I've seen more and more plans coming. I do appreciate you listening to our podcast. If you'd go to our website, uh, which is daddypeats.com, uh, you can uh, listen to our East podcast. We do keep all the ones there for you just to click on if you want their archive, if you want to hear a certain subject. Uh, also, we have a place on there that you could uh, leave us a comment or ask us a question. We do love to hear from all of our listeners. Another thing, too, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's a monthly thing that we send out every month for uh, different gardening tips and ideas. And maybe that will give you, especially if you're a new gardener, uh, give you a tip, maybe answer a question for you just by looking on those. Uh, while you're there, when you're building that garden that we're talking about, I 
We do supply all the soils and mulches that you need to do that with. That's another thing. We've hit on mulching just a little bit. We're going to be getting into that more here in the next few weeks because fall will be here in just about 20 days, 22 or three days, I think. So these are the things we want to get in uh, our mindset, what we need to do uh, for our fall planning and plantings. What we need to do is get ready for winter coming on. And by doing that, we're also getting ready for some of the things we do for our next year's spring garden. So I hope you've enjoyed today. And again, we certainly would love to hear from you. Go to daddypeats.com and just click on there. It will uh, give you a little uh, tab there to click and ask a question or leave a comment and browse around the page. Well, until next time, this is Gardening with Daddy Pete, and I'm your host, Melvin York.